This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, this is Chris Liss of Rotowire. This is the East Coast Offense Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. There's a special offer for new FanDuel users. Get a free six-month Rotowire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get that free subscription, but you'll have that 10 bucks available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just 10 bucks. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. As usual, I'm joined by Yahoo Sports, Dalton Del Don. What's going on, Dalton? How's it going today? It's going okay, but the biggest question is what do you have to say for yourself? What do I have to say for myself? What are you talking about? Oh, just the fact that uh, the Panthers were my best bet of the week last <laughs> week, and, and, and you went crazy, and we used Washington in the Super Contest. Here's how it's done, Dalton. Learn, live and learn. Observe. I mean, you berated me wait, for wait, my wait, 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 wait. You got to give me a chance. You can't. This is you right. see why you got berated and the difference in the caliber of man that I am versus you. Okay. <laughs> okay Ready? I can't wait for this. Okay. I am a fucking idiot. I'm a total moron. I should have taken the Panthers. It was absolutely moronic that I thought that the Panthers had somehow packed it in as if that were a knowable thing that could be quantified and measured, as if I could psychoanalyze them from afar and know that. Totally moronic. I am an idiot. You should not believe anything I say going forward. And I completely and unreservedly apologize for the stupidity of making that one of our super contest picks. Okay, I accept that. I like it. You and that was that? the first game in which it's not Cam some knew- cowardly bullshit apology like you made, you you piece. You didn't fucking step up. You didn't do a goddamn well, thing. Well, hold on, hold on. It's You're funny a worthless you sack. It's funny since in your column you talk about process being more important than uh, result and the process of that Patriots pick was definitely better than this one. You missed the but point, this is the obviously, game. in my column. You missed the point of my column. This is the first game in which Cam Newton uh, did not have a rushing yard in his career, but that was just a total domination. I mean, they were the dogs by a touchdown and won by 11. Kirk Cousins led the team with 11 rushing yards. 
And I was just l- laughing watching that game last night. As well you should have. You, you finally made a correct pick. Good for you. Yeah, I actually wasn't laughing that much because I needed uh, Deshaun Jackson to score 30 points to win Stopa, and I'm out of Stopa. And, Good uh, riddance. No, very frustrating. I put up 164.52 points and lost to uh, Brad Evans when the other matchup, the Jeff Erickson won with 135. I would have beat either of them by more than by 30 points and $11,000 on the line. That's, I, I'm actually really frustrated with that. Even I, I'm winning other leagues and all that, but um, but this this one is uh, that's all that really mattered, and that's a frustrating one. Yeah, I told you this day would come. Happy to see that that's the case. Um, I'm not especially sympathetic to getting a very high score yet losing, so I don't. No, I know it happens, and no one wants to hear about fantasy teams. But I will actually. With that said, I will say our League of Leagues team was hilariously bad. Um, Todd Gurley. I was worried about that. Rawls and Gurley did nothing on on Thursday. Rawls versus Gurley. Hold on, it gets better. T. Y. Hilton. Right. Stephon Diggs was our big trade at the end. Oh, you're an idiot. Jordan Reed and Kirk Cousins. I mean, it, it was that's it was just an but I mean, we, we have we finished flipping. we finished what in four oh, so we're not even in second place because we didn't even make it to the final. Yeah, we're we're facing cousin Sal for third. Okay, so we gotta beat Cousin Sal, basically. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Just get it done this week. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I told you we were going to lose. I, I had more points than you when I lost. I had more points than you despite Kaepernick having that game than you scored. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. What do you mean you had more points? Uh, My yeah. team that I lost to you in, that, in week 13 that knocked me out of the playoffs had 173 points. It was the second most points in the league that week, and that was despite Kaepernick getting pulled right. in the third quarter and having that horrible game. So I have no sympathy for you getting bounced with the second highest points total. Yeah. People don't want to hear about more fantasy teams. I no, get it. they Let's don't. They're only my team. Your team doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right. So, yeah, and learn how to make an apology. Jesus Christ. And it's such a, it's such a cowardly thing. And you totally missed my point about process completely if you think that I was defending the process. What was my point about process? I thought that the process was more important than the result. That's, That's what that, I thought. In what sense was I talking about process? That bullshit way that all those number crunchers say, oh, I got it wrong, but my process is good. Or was I okay, saying so process you explain, is something? You explain it. You didn't even read order. it. You didn't read it. You skimmed it. You skimmed it I, and I, pretended to read it. I read it. You explain it. Obviously what better than I is can. That whole, I said it's a cop-out when you say my process was good, but I lost. Okay? That's just total bullshit. You don't know. It's a conceit that your process is good. If, if I got two-to-one odds on a coin flip and I lose, I could say my I had the best of it. I'm pretty sure that was a good bet because it's a coin. I know it's 50-50. I'm getting two-to-one. No matter what happens, I had a good process. But in football games, it's not like that. And I went through the whole process of why I foolishly started – it's not even foolish – why erroneously started – I would start Adrian Peterson this week? Over, that is over, just over that is... Well, I, We can go through it, and, and I, I think I, was, I had a strong case. But the whole point of that was to say that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think – I did it rigorously or my process was good or all that. That's all crap. The only thing that matters is my process was clean. It was my choice. I went through it. I didn't care what people were saying on Twitter. Most of the people in my feed were like, oh, you can't start him. It's ridiculous, blah, blah. I didn't care. I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay attention. I didn't react against it and say, oh, I'm doing the opposite of what these idiots are saying. I didn't do either one. 
I had, it affected me not at all. I looked at the facts. I observed them. I decided, weighed them, and made a call. And the call turned out to be wrong, and my process was good. My process was good because it was my call. That's what I'm talking about process. It wasn't like, oh, I kind of think this, but, oh, I don't know. I, I see a couple other guys who are really smart saying that. And it doesn't even happen consciously. Sometimes you, what happened with the Kaepernick thing was I put Ka- – some people said, yeah, you got to go Kaepernick. I put him in for a second, and then I forgot that I didn't even – it wasn't even my own thought process. So it was a terrible process because I went with other people's recommendations. That's what I mean by process. I mean your process should oh, be clean. Right, I gotcha. yeah, it should no, be I a gotcha. clean evaluation of the facts and evidence to the best of your ability according to your own judgment and observations and not according to – you. if you know a thing, a subject – you, you need to look at the evidence and make a call. If you don't know a subject, you need to figure out who really knows the subject, handicap the handicappers, and pick one. So self-conscious thing, then basically is what you're saying? What I'm saying is if you know a thing, if you pay attention to football like we do, we should not be handicapping the handicappers. We, could, we should not be on Twitter saying, oh, you know, Mike Clay is really smart. I'm going to go with what he says. Or Scott Pianowski is really smart. I'm going to go with what he says. That is fine if you don't know anything, right? Pick a couple guys you think are smart and just do what they say. But if you pay attention, you should not be handicapping the handicappers. That, that has no effect on the game. You should be handicapping the evidence, the facts, as, as many things as you need to make your decision, and then trusting yourself 100% on your call. And maybe you get it wrong. You might have got it wrong if you took someone else's advice too. Okay, I got you. Makes sense. My right. process was clean. It was clean. And I can even go over you know, what it was if you want to get into it. I, I, I feel like I was vindicated in some ways by the result. The Saints scored 48. Game script. Game script the, is what you're going to say. Scored, right? The Saints scored 48 points. The Vikings lost 34 to 6, and it cost me 8.9 PPR points. To me, that's like, that's like a win, okay? You, if, if I had, right when I line up locked, if someone said, by the way, I'm going to show you the future, just the final scores of those two games, I would have probably committed suicide. Right. Well, well, I really hope that costs you a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's not my team. I had some other duds also, so I'm I'm like eighty. I'm seventy nine points out or something. With there's no way. There's no way I can make it. Are you doing okay? Also, by the way, I heard you had a dentist emergency. Oh, this is honestly the greatest thing ever. This is really what I, this is what the most important part of the podcast is. So this you can fast forward through the rest. So <laughs> I the other day I. You know, a few days ago, I was flossing, and I noticed that, like, I had a chip in one of my molars with a crack. Like, the floss, like, went down. It didn't hurt or anything, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I'm like, and it was kind of, like, dark under there. I was like, oh, there's, like, a hole in my tooth. I'm like, oh, man, fuck. Because I don't, I don't get root canals. Like, I got one once I got it yanked, and I got an implant put in. Root canals are poisonous. Like, we can get into that in a whole different health segment, but don't get root canals. Anyway, but. Uh, so, mercury poisoning? Uh, no, there's no, they don't use mercury anymore, but the root canal is itself a poisonous thing. But I'll, I'll, we'll talk, we can get into that in another podcast. But okay. so I'm like, but in either way, it's a painful, long, horrible process. I probably have to get the tooth pulled and then an implant, which costs a lot of money and very painful. And it's like a lot of appointments and time at the dentist and money. So I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. And I'm leaving on Thursday for Wales uh, to go visit Heather's friends for Christmas. It's going to be really nice. I'm psyched. I'm trying to get all this work done, all the shit. That's why we're doing the podcast early. And the last thing you need is like a dental emergency, right? In the middle of all that shit. And I'm like, fuck, and it's going to be expensive. And I got to find a dentist. I'm in another country. So I, like, Heather's friend recommends this dentist. It's like way across town. I make an appointment for 11 a.m. today. At 10.30, they call me and say, the dentist is sick. He can't see you. What am I going to do? So I find a dentist like down the street, three blocks from me. 
looks like a, it's a nice area. I go down there, walk in with Sasha. They see me in like five minutes. They take a look. They're like, yeah, it's a cavity you have. That's what you have. It's, and we got to take an x-ray, see if it's in the root, and then you need a root canal. They take an x-ray. No, it's shallow. Don't even charge me for that. X-ray and see me in like five minutes. We leave. But I still need an appointment. So they, they get me in at 6 o'clock tonight, but that's in the middle of my radio show. But I got to call Derek and be like, dude, can you just go solo for the last hour? It's, you know, he's like, yeah, no problem. Right? So I go down there. I you know, leave at 5.50. Let him do the last segment of the first hour. Go down there. Wait in the waiting room for like three minutes. They call me in. He's like, oh, it's pretty shallow. You don't really need anesthesia, I don't think. Drills it out. Doesn't hurt too much. Fills it. Checks the bite. You know, drills it a little more until the bite's right. It's like 15 minutes. Go out. I'm like, how much is it? She's like, uh, 60 euros. That's like 65 bucks. Okay. That shit would be like 400 bucks in the U S minimum. It's 15 minutes. I, I run the three blocks blocks back. I'm back at my apartment. It's now six 30 my time. And I, I fill out the last half hour of the radio show. I left at 10 of got a filling done for 60 wow. bucks and came back and missed. I only missed 40 minutes of the whole show. And actually I got there earlier. It was just that I let the other guys taking over, finish the, Five minutes of the prior segment. It was like round trip, thirty to thirty-five minutes, including the filling and going there and back. Are X-rays like that amount of money in the X-rays United States? are one hundred twenty-five bucks in the U.S. They didn't even charge me. <laughs> well, I think even more than that, but it yeah, is, it uh, is pretty good. It is That's criminal. Let me just say something: living abroad, especially in a country like Portugal, which is kind of a poor country, it's pretty cheap. Although, beautiful place, great food, all the shit. It, it is criminal what they're doing to you in the United States. It is criminal the way we are being stolen from on just the healthcare is terrible. I mean, it's just, everything is terrible. They, they steal. Everything here is cheap. It's amazing. And you know, it was like no big deal. It was not even a thing. It was, it was such a fast thing. I'm so, I'm like elated from this dental experience. Yeah. That's pretty good. You're going to be hating life heading back to the States. Yeah, I, I ain't going back, dude. Heather thinks we are because her mom lives there and she's worried and about that. But like, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going back. Oh, you're not going back. I mean, we're going back in July for at least a couple months, <laughs> and there's a very good chance we end up going back. But I can always travel and do business stuff remotely and fly in for conferences and deal with that shit. There's no reason, man. There's no reason to. No, I, I don't doubt it at all. Actually, <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt it at all. All right, you want to talk about these games? You got anything else? No, that's a we went two and three last week in the super contest because of you and um yeah, let's try to As I said, finish I'm a total a fucking moron. It's funny that the Panthers were literally my best bet and you berated me, so I said, Well, it's fine. Let's go it Washington just, it who just were favored by seven points and it was a boat race the other way. That's just, it's just funny. I mean, come on. But that we went with against your best bet just shows what a coward you are and you don't even stand up for your beliefs. That's the way you want to turn it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's embarrassing that you would let that happen on your watch. Yeah, definitely my fault for sure. For sure. No, it's not your fault. I mean, it's partly your fault for letting it happen, but it just shows what a cowardly sack you are. By the way, it's so weird to like say a team checked out. Like that's just like in prime time. Like I don't know. That's just a weird thing. I get Washington's good at home, but I don't know. This just. Banking on a team checking out, quote-unquote, seems wrong to me. I didn't bank on it. I said it was a 20% chance that was the case. Yeah. Well, they won by 11 and were seven-point dogs. Yeah. 
No, I hear you. They were not. I, I admitted to being wrong. I don't know how much more clearly and unequivocally I can admit no, to. But, it. No, it's it's you're right. I mean, it is frequent that you are wrong. So I guess I can't uh, harp on. Oh, this. now, oh, now you're trying to kick me when I'm down. See, the thing is, when you make a full apology, the other person is they got nothing left. There's nothing left for you to do. That's I, I've just showed you the error of your ways. You should live your life differently as a result of this last two podcasts. You're probably right. You're pro- if, there's no argument here. Yes. There's All no right. Argument. All right, I'm just showing, showing the master is showing you how it's done. All right, okay. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these games. So I already hate my picks. I, I I set the lines and I don't know what I was. I was worrying about dental issues. The Giants minus two and a half at Philly. Um, I love Philly here. It would be one of my picks. Really? Yeah, I guess I feel like a sucker taking a team less than the, the field goal. But aren't the Giants just simply a better team? They're definitely a better team, but Philly's way better at home. Eli sucks. They're going to bring the heat. Carson Wentz sucks. So I have him in Stopa. I'm a little bitter. Sorry. but Carson uh, Wentz is not great, but the Eagles are going to bring the heat at home, and Eli's not going to handle the heat well, and he's going to make some mistakes, and the Giants' offense is not that good, and the Eagles play much better at home, and they're laying two and a half. I thought the Giants should be getting two and a half. Short week. I hate taking the road team. I think Philly wins this game, and I'm – I am definitely uh, – I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I'm a Giants fan, obviously, but I am uh, taking the points. Yeah, Jenkins is out and JPP is out. Um, but still, the, the difference between two and a half one way versus the other is the obviously the least important of a five-point swing, yeah. as you said. But, right. um, I mean, I don't, think, but, I don't think the Giants could be, given the, be getting the full three because they are definitely a better team. But laying two and a half, forget it. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll differ on this one. Okay. And this is one I hate. I, I had the Bills plus three. At the, I mean, the Dolphins plus three at the Bills. And I, sh- I was going to go to four, and I was like, I don't know why. I just should have done it. I wanted to take the Bills, and now it's three and a half, and I have to take the Dolphins. I actually had a line at four on my picks, um, beating the book. But So I'm really I, – but I, <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins, but I don't like it. I, I, the Bills, to me, are the right play here. Same with you. I'm holding my nose, but what I submitted to you in the stab picks, I, I, went, I went Dolphins. I went a lot of dogs this week. Okay. So, all right, well, I guess we're taking the Dolphins, but we're not using it. I, you know, the Bills should crush them, but then again, it's Matt Moore at QB, but then again, the Bills. How, how good's LaShawn McCoy, by the way? I mean, he's even losing goal line carries. That guy's got to be the biggest return on investment in, from fantasy owners, I would no, say. He's, David I Johnson. He's point. David Johnson. Well, McCoy went later than him. Yeah, but David Johnson's way more valuable than McCoy. McCoy's been pretty damn good, man. He's, he's really he's been good. good. He's really good in real life. But David Johnson has done it every game this whole year. Yeah. I don't think he's has – he, has he had a game in which he didn't have 100 yards from scrimmage? No, he has not. And he has like 18 touchdowns or something. He's had a lot of touchdowns. So, all right. All right. Falcons are laying two in Carolina. I made this a pick em, so I guess I'm taking the Panthers. And I know this is when they're going to – this is when they're going to check out, and I'm going to be pissed. But I took the Panthers. I made this game a pick 'em. Yeah, of course it's going to happen to you now. But uh, this game opened at three and a half, and it's down to two and a half or two. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the home dog as well. Okay, I'm not like excited about it, but it's just Atlanta's D is weak, so I think that Carolina can hang in this game if they try, if they decide to try this game. Uh, Redskins minus three at the Bears. Again, I had this game as a pick 'em. Yeah, you, you got to take the Bears, right? Yeah, I had I mean, it as a pick 'em. How, how could you not? The Bears are scrappy. They're like, you know, they they're they're not they don't belong in the Jets, Jaguars, 
They don't belong in the Jets, Jaguars, Niners, Browns conversation. The Bears belong in the lower middle class with the Chargers, you know, those kind of teams. Yeah, Barkley made some, like, horrible interceptions, but he looks good otherwise. And yep. Jordan Howard is, like, really good. Really yeah. good. And Jeffrey's back. Uh, so let's let's mark this one down. It's a yeah, possible pick. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, right. I, I sure. thought it should have been a pick him. And, and even then, you know, I don't love Cousins on the road. And they blew it. And they have a short week, and they blew it. I short mean, they, week, yeah. They were at home with a seven-point favorite. They need to win that game to get in the playoffs. They just blew it, man. I, I, and totally. I, don't, I don't like that. All right. San Diego is minus six at Cleveland. I made it seven and a half just because I didn't want to take Cleveland. Cleveland's like two and 12 against the spread or something like that. I know. I know. Fuck Cleveland. I, you know, I don't care about this shit. Just I'm, I'm taking the, I'm taking the chargers, but you gotta, you, you hate San Diego as favorites. Um, I, I took the Browns and I, and I understand that they're terrible, not only terrible real life win loss record, but against the spread, they've just been awful. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to the well. I, I picked them more often than not to my detriment, and I took the home dog yet again. Vegas isn't correcting for the for the horrible play that they've shown. You know they've just kind of treated yeah, it as know. a normal dormant. This may be one of the worst teams of all time. And the Chargers, though, RG3, the Chargers, RG three might just be just just so bad. Yeah, he was a little better last week, but you know the Chargers. They were up 16-13 on the Raiders, and they fucking fumble in the fourth quarter on, like, the 11-yard line. You know, like, That's what they do. That's what they I'm do. It's like, dude, how much more Chargers could that be? Like, I mean, and the Raiders are such a bullshit team this year. You know, they're just they, – it's like shit like that happens to them all. It was like the two teams most suited for something like that to happen. I know. No, for sure. That's, that's just what they do. That's why I would not feel comfortable uh, laying points on the road. But you're probably right here. I mean, the Browns are awful. All right. I'll take the Chargers. All right. Packers, uh, they're six and a half point favorites against the Vikings. Again, I'm on the sucker side, but I made the seven and a half. I know the Vikings know them well. They have a good defense. Packers are certainly a buy high. Um, Vikings would be a buy low, but fuck it. I, you know, that, that offense is terrible. Green Bay's D is playing a little better, and Green Bay's offense is back. And they're at home at Lambeau where they're tough. I laid the wood. I'm with you here on this one. Um, I know that it seems like the sucker side because it's one, I mean, a half a point less than the touchdown. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, I agree with you. They look a lot better on offense. And Minnesota's awful. Come on. Yeah, they're garbage. All right. Tennessee. Uh, you want to use that one? Uh, I'm not. If you want it, you can have it. I'm, I like the Bears a lot better. I, I think it's a sucker's play. Oh, no, we got the Bears marked down. Okay, okay. Got the- uh, well, we'll talk about it at the end. We'll see what else we have. It's, it's an option. Okay, so now we got the Titans uh, laying four and a half at Jacksonville. I made this line three, right? I mean, that's nine in Tennessee. And Tennessee's yep. D kind of sucks. And I know Bortles is just absolutely Osweilerian. Osweilerian uh, <laughs> bad. You know, I mean, it's really – those two guys are just the two worst quarterbacks in the history of the league. But it just seems like an awfully big line for the Titans on the road. So I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I hope Tennessee rolls. I mean, I have that bet on them to win this division. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's an awfully big line for, uh, yeah. the team. These divisional games in which they're playing each other for the second time, that just seems too high. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page. We could take them. I, don't, I mean, I would never feel good about them as, a, as one of our picks just because they're such a piece of garbage. They could be down 13-12 and driving and throw pick six to lose the cover. I mean, that that's – I would almost expect that to happen. So I don't necessarily want to use them, but I'm clearly not taking the Titans. How about the Patriots, 16 and a half over the Jets? I, I didn't make a line for this because I accidentally saw it in Twitter, so I already knew it. But I think it's about right. I'd just take New England. I mean, they're 58% in the Belichick era. Like, why, 
Why try to get cute with this? That's funny because normally I just default to New England myself, but that line just seems so massive. I mean, that is such a big line. I took the Jets, but I certainly wouldn't argue or, or, or fight against this one at all. But yeah. that line is huge. I mean, that's the biggest line of the season. Yeah, but it could. I mean, it could be twenty, and I don't really see a big. I mean, it's like they're at home. They're playing against Bryce Petty. They're just gonna kill them. Yeah. I don't know. They, maybe not. You know, I mean, Vegas isn't giving the money away. So if I really thought that, I could just put you know all my money on it. I, I don't feel that strongly. But it felt like an overcorrection to me. It is what it felt like. But I, I, I just I, I think Vegas. You know, they're always wrong about the Patriots. The Patriots are like thirteen and twelve and three against the spread or something crazy this year. Twelve and two. Eleven. I think eleven and three. And that means Vegas is fucking up because the squares are betting the Patriots every week. Right, exactly, yeah. If any, if any team they're going to be wrong against, it would not want to be the one that everyone's betting on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the correction happening, right? It's, it, the correction yeah. is, hey, the Patriots will still score in the fourth quarter when they're up. They're not going to sit on it, especially against the Jets. So I, I think you need to add about four points to whatever the, the, the Massey Peabody line would be. You know what I mean? Because, like, the Vegas, I think uh, – operates on sort of a model like that they 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 want to split the public a little bit but they also have like an idea of what each team's worth i think you got to add like three or four points to like the to the baseline model because most teams uh, we've talked about this will sacrifice margin for certainty right they'll they'll say okay well instead of losing by instead of winning by 20 win by 13 just to let them chew clock pagers don't do that so that in itself is worth a few points a game I hear you. I won't argue that one at all. It doesn't make them a better team, right? Like, it doesn't mean, like, in the Super Bowl when the game's close and nobody's trading points for time or any of that nonsense the teams do at the end. It doesn't affect that. It doesn't make them better. It just means when they're winning, they'll just win by a lot more on average because they don't care about that trade that everyone else is making. I hear you for sure. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, they're the best, clearly the best team in the NFL, right? Yeah, and the best against the spread team in the NFL every year. I mean, on average. Yeah. Okay. Move on. Raiders are uh, they're only three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Colts. And I, I know the sharp play has got to be the Colts, but I think I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, that's so funny. I made the Colts my best bet of the week. <laughs> and you don't even like the Raiders. This actually, I hate them. I, they're I, terrible. They're terrible. I believe when, we sent the, when I sent this in, the stat picks, it looked like a four-point spread. But now it's, yeah, as you said, three-and-a-half. So, um, but, uh, man, the Colts seem – to be improved other than when I take them in Survivor. Um, but, ah, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a close game. I understand that the, that the over-under is 53 points, so three and a half points means less in that aspect. But I made the Colts my best bet of the week. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I'm not strong on the Raiders. I made the line six. I mean, the Raiders, smoke and mirrors, whatever you want to say. But they, you know, they're, what, what are they, like 10 and three, 11 and three, whatever they are. Like, I know record isn't that important, but the Colts are, like, not a very good they're not a good defense. They can't really run the ball well. They've got one above-average weapon in the offense. They've got a great quarterback, but, man, they don't have a good offensive line. I just think, like, they should be more than the three, three-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road to the Raiders. Ah, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Colts won this game outright either, either, either way. Sure. Otherwise. Sure. The, the Raiders get all the, the breaks, too, for whatever reason. But, yeah, you're probably right. I don't – it is the sucker side. But, anyway, I'm taking Raiders. Uh, Rams, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Niners. I had the Rams minus four in this, so I took the Rams. I mean, how bad are the 49ers? I mean, they're just they're – just, it's, it's, 
ridiculous, especially in the second half of games. I mean, I just, I, <laughs> how could you possibly back San Francisco here? But the Rams are garbage, also. I mean, they're total garbage. The Rams. I just think that they, their defense is somewhat of a professional defense, and that's going to be the difference. Right. Exactly. And I'm, yeah, new, new coach and all that. And I'm, I'm going Gurley in, in DFS too. Yeah, it's time. I, I think he's going to be a popular. He won't be like forty percent owned, but he'll be like ten percent. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But no, I mean, seriously, though, I mean, San Francisco, I mean, Bulky has got to be fired and out of there. And this is it's just the ugly, ugly. Uh, can you imagine? Uh, obviously, the, the, the specifics can't be replicated. Uh, but do you realize they won 28 nothing the last time these two teams faced on, on week one and the Niners are, are literally going to lose their next 15 games? Right. Well, someone made a joke that saying the Browns and Niners should have a, a week 18 game. For the number one pick. The winner gets the number one pick. I like that. I like that. Pretty funny. Um, and the loser should get relegated to the college football. <laughs> they have to yeah. go, they have to go uh, start a college and go and get in one of the conferences. I mean, the Niners lost, like, three other defensive players. I don't know if, how, how close you follow this stuff, but, like, Jimmy Ward and, like, a couple others. Like, I mean, they're, they're really bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's an ugly, ugly situation. Right, right. All right. Well, we, we'll use the Rams as one of our picks, I think. Okay, okay. All right, the Saints are three-point favorites against the Bucks. Um, I think I made it three exactly, so I probably take the Bucks, but I'm I'm agnostic on this. Totally agnostic myself too. This is one of the tougher ones for me. I, I took the home team. I, I took the Saints. Uh, they're they're you know obviously looked really impressive last week, and it's just the the nominal three points. So fifty-three point over under. So I took uh, I took the Saints, but the Bucks are a pretty good team as well. A, a very Worthy playoff team, actually. So I don't feel strongly at all about this. All right. Seattle uh, is eight and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. That's exactly where I set the line, eight and a half. Really? Yep. Is that truthful? Really? I put it eight and a half. That's impressive. Um, uh, this one actually switched back and forth to I said the last one was the tough, toughest one. This one might have been even tougher. Um, I ended up taking the points, even though I hate, uh, I absolutely hate the Cardinals. Again, second time divisional teams match up. Uh, but boy, this is a coin flip for me. Yeah, it's a coin flip for me, too. I mean, I'd probably take Seattle at home and, and just bet on the wheels coming off, but it's it's a little inflated, right? I mean, I, I built in some inflation because I like Seattle at home, and the Cardinals, I'd probably take Seattle here, but the value is with the Cardinals. Yeah, open at six and a half. Right, right. I just, yeah. The, the Arizona, like, if you just look at, like, those, you know, metrics, those per-play metrics, I don't think they're that much better. Seattle's been weird too. They've been, you know, sort of every other game they played well and poorly. They didn't even look. Yeah, every time I think Russell Wilson's going to be like the man, then he then he shits the bed. So it's it's yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Texans are one and a half point favorites at home against the Bengals. I think I made this one two and a half. I thought the Bengals should be getting two and a half. They're only getting one and a half. So I guess I'm taking the Texans. The Texans' defense is actually – I keep underrating it. I guess it's, it, it's pretty good. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I took the home team here. And the Bengals are no, are no good at all. So I went, with the, I went with Houston. Okay, me too. I thought the Bengals should be getting at least two and a half. I, may, I might have made it three. I mean, it's – you know, they're basically even, these two teams. I don't know why the right. Bengals are not getting the full three. Maybe Tom Savage. God, he's such a bad first-place team. I know. They're bad. Okay, Steelers minus five at the Ravens. I made this line four and a half, so I guess I'm taking the Ravens barely. 
Yeah, I mean, again, these d- divisional matchups, I've just been really defaulting to taking the points. Same here. I went Baltimore. Okay, yeah. And they, they this, these games are usually a war, you know, so it's like it's right. close. All right, since KC is, is laying four against Denver, I took Denver. I think this should be three. I think these teams are equal. Really weird line, right? And the over-under is just 37 and a half. I'm absolutely taking the points, even though obviously Denver cannot run the ball Ugh. and the back situation is scary. But how is this How is this spread more than three? It just seems weird to me. Uh, Kansas City scores with special teams. Yeah, or, uh, Ty, Ty Freak Hill running the ball for 65 yards. I mean, it's just uh, no way. I mean, this is a total, total toss-up. I actually like this one for the Broncos. Let's use it. Oh, sure. I could use it. The Broncos are good. Trevor Simeon's pretty good, and the receivers are actually good. But the, it is hard. It, you don't need to be a good running team, but to be as bad as the Broncos are is a problem. I mean, they miss C.J. Anderson. You never think they would miss someone like that so much. But it would be a, a big difference maker for them if they had C.J. Anderson. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this last one, I really like this one. I had this at like eight and a half. I think Dallas is going to kill Detroit. That dink and dunk BS. Dallas is going to run them over. I, I I like Dallas here. That's fine. We can use it. We can use. It. I you, think I sent you Detroit actually, but um, I hate Detroit actually. Yeah. <laughs> they, they really frustrate me, and Dallas just keeps getting it done. So I, I'm totally fine with that. All right. So what are our five picks? Okay. So Bears. Okay. Colts. Colts. If you really wanted, I, I don't. I was the Raiders was like I made the line. I saw the line, and I was like ah. Uh, I bet I'm gonna be wrong about this. <laughs> but I'm sticking yeah, with well, it. it's my it's my best bet. So let's just Fine. take that one. Colts, Rams. Matter. We're using the Rams. Rams, Broncos, and um, and we'll go Cowboys. Cowboys. All right. I I would. You don't want the Ravens. Over whom? Over either the Broncos or Cowboys. Yeah, either one. Whatever you want. Tell me. What, what do you think? Ah, uh, just stick with it. Forget it. Leave the Ravens. Leave the Ravens. We actually, you know what? We'll take away my Colts and we'll add the, the Ravens. That's fine. All right. Fine. Okay. Uh, once Fine. again, not standing. I like. Up. I like it. I like the responsibility being on you. I, I love how you're not standing up for what you believe in once again, and then trying to blame. I others. like. Uh, it'll be funnier to blame you next week. Right. You'll try to blame me next week, and yet you won't take responsibility and step up for your beliefs. So it doesn't even matter if you're right. Your voice never gets heard. Calm you're down. Not willing, you're not willing to put yourself on the line, and you're such a coward. And then when you do make a mistake, you're not willing to come clean and apologize. Well, you did come clean. I will say that you, no did. One, you did apologize. You no did properly one has ever apologize. come cleaner than I came clean today on this podcast. That is true. I was so so right, and you were so wrong. But you did come clean. I, I will dude, admit that. I'm not a coward. All right, you ready? You done? You good? Yeah, I think we're good to go. All right, take it easy. Sorry about your stopa loss. Yeah, I'm pretty frustrated about it. All right, man. Later, Liz. Take it easy. This podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. There's a special offer for new FanDuel users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. That's FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll also have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. It's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW.